Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. Okay, welcome to this episode of my podcast. Um, Just before we get started, I want to remind you of all the links in the show notes. So remember, there are links to my free OET training, um, planning for OET success. So just click on the link and you can download that. Um, There are also links to my free OET Facebook group and my free IELTS Facebook group. So in continuing with my series all about moving to the UK, this episode, um, I'm really pleased to have uh, Dina with me today. Uh, Dina is a nurse who moved to the UK from Italy. And alongside being a nurse now, she helps other nurses move abroad with her Nurses Move program. So Dina, welcome to this episode. Uh, of my podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so pleased. I'm so happy. And I hope to be helpful as well. Thank you. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Um, You know, I, I can't wait to share with the listeners the amazing work that you're doing right now. So could we start off by you telling us about your journey to the UK, Um, you know, why did you want to move to the UK? Um, You know, what was your kind of motivation for moving and your whole journey coming to the UK? Well, it was a long process and I tried to shorten the story anyway. I was nursing Italy for 12 years. So I had experience in A&E uh, critical care management as well. So I gained my biggest experience in there. 
Uh, we des I decided with my husband to move abroad just because uh, serious a condition that's come up in very short time. We always be uh, people who love to tra travel and we also plan to move abroad sometime. Um, we also, we actually move from center Italy to the north Italy to make an experience, just, you know, change place, uh, start from scratch, everything. But we, we, re we really wanted to move in Europe, but how family didn't want it, so we just decided to move from center to the north Italy. Say that after a few years and a lot of circumstances, and we found ourselves with um, no very stable job, both me and my, both Aham and my husband. So we decided that there was the time to move abroad, but we didn't want just to move in the first country we have a job offer. We actually wanted to plan a successful move. This is mean we wanted to move in a place that ensure a stable work condition uh, for myself, for my husband as well, and that ensure a bright future for our kids. No, if it makes sense. So mm -hmm. we've done uh, approximately one year, a little bit more of research, <clears throat> excuse me, because at the beginning we want to move to Australia just because we are fascinated. We, we, are, we were in doubt between Australia and UK anyway. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, at the end we chose UK because it was the, not the easy, but was the most affordable, mm. I think. And also more, uh, in terms of perspective, was the most good for, good for us. Yeah. So we choose UK at the end because it's what uh, could offer the most for both of us. Yeah. In terms of career, not just the job. Mm. So for like your 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 career prospects, it was there exactly. was a better option. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not just for seeking a job, a permanent job, or have a stable position. Just really in terms of having a successful career abroad. Yeah. So. Uh, once we de decide UK, we continued. We were continued to to do research, actually, to find the right place and the mm -hmm. right job position. Yeah. And how did you go about doing that research? Uh, I am a very methodological person. Maybe <laughs> for the study that I have done, even before nursing, um, and also. Um, I a focused person. I know what I want. I know what I don't want, especially. So, because we have to do a move, and a move is really a, a life changing thing. Mm, yeah. So we wanted to do in um in the best way that that we wanted to move properly. So we're not just looking after the job opportunity, we're also uh, looking at the school, we're looking at the, um, at the property, the cost of the property, yeah. uh, all the aspects of life, actually. Yeah, and then the area as well, you know, depending on where you live in the UK, the exactly. property prices, the, the wages, everything, you know, the cost of living changes quite dramatically, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. At the beginning, we, we thought about the north of England, mm. 
because the the life expenses is a little bit less mm. well depending your goal but, but yes uh, but at the end we decided live near London was good for us for our career so we decided to spend a little bit more in terms of you know rent expenses travel but be sure that we could have what we wanted for our career mm. and what did you think of the UK when you first got here well, I was amazed. I was, I don't know, maybe because actually I moved from Italy very disappointed from my country for a serious circumstances mm. happen. So I moved in a country that I thought was I still seeing is free. Um, it's very inclusive. Of course, there is a problem sometimes, but um, generally speaking, a very inclusive country. Yeah. It's a country of opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's a country of... Uh, yeah, career as well, career opportunity and meritocracy. Is it right in English? Yes, meritocracy. Sorry? Meritocracy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, which is the opposite of it. Yeah. You have to know somebody to reach some point yeah. of your life. Here, you really need to set your skill and you go, uh, which is I really appreciate yes. the most. Mm-hmm. And what I thought about the okay, is still, I'm still thinking about. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very proud. And also, I'm, I'm proud that I have done this choice and uh, and I was able to make it. Uh, yes, and also, I'm, I'm very happy because I can see that I've got a lot of opportunity here. So I'm happy yeah. to stay. And did you start working straight away? You had that job ready to yeah, go? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I moved before having a job. Right. Okay. And what was your first job like? I work in a nursing home. Okay. Uh, I am a critical care emergency nurse. So for me, it was a little bit strange. Mm. Uh, I decided nursing home because it's uh, everything a little bit calm, more calm. Yeah. Uh, time is different. Uh, work is different. And I choose the nursing home because um be sure about my english mm. uh, i didn't feel i mean i was okay for for work and communicate everything but mm. it was more my um confidence yes yes yeah. i want to feel in a confident in a place where <laughs> i won't kill any anybody this is the <laughs> point and in case of the emergency anything yeah. so because i have already two kids yeah. And because I know how hard is keep the NMC pin, which is a registration pin, I, I know your followers know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. So I want to do things step by step, calm, um, yeah, relaxing. Also, I found a job that they pay me a lot because it was a private nursing home. So right. at that point it was helpful because my, my husband didn't work. So I was able to work for both of us without stress so much because the salary was yeah very good yeah so you really did plan quite well didn't you yeah. you you planned really well and you did all of that by yourself you didn't go through a recruitment agency or anything like that you did it all by yourself no I'm with an agency a oh, recruiting okay. agency did. actually mm-hmm. but I choose which one I want to use yeah. Yeah. I has made choose I choose yeah because uh, I really knew where I want to be 
Mm. So I chose the agency that was able to, to brought me there where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when you go with the recruiting agency, the hospital is the client. So the recruiting agency take you from where you are to that hospital, to, to their client. So you're not really, you not really have choice. You just mm-hmm. go, you check, accept the job and you're happy with that and you go. But I really wanted to, to go to Dartford where is the place we are living, still living now. Mm-hmm. Because it was a place where it was good for our kids, but was uh, close enough enough to London, so we were able to set our career. As yeah. I told you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, were there any misconceptions you had about the UK and working for the NHS? Uh, it's, it's funny because I study nursing on book. Uh, following British British uh, teaching and American teaching. So when mm. I moved here, I told that I knew how to work mm. uh, as a nurse. I mean, of course, I knew procedure, medication, everything. Yeah. The thing is, the, um, what I learned those years is that nursing grow following the society. In, wow. in a specific country, nurses evolve following the evolution of the society. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, each country has got a different way to, uh, to nursing, to do nursing. So my, my mindset as an Italian nurse was completely different from mm-hmm. uh, UK nursing. So. I have to learn how, again how to approach the, the patients because how we approach Italy is completely different. Mm. I have to learn how to do procedure, which are similar, but of course procedure adapt on a certain healthcare system. So healthcare system in Italy is different from NHS. So I have to adapt uh, the standard in a different way. I have to know a new code nursing code because the NMC is different from the OP which is Italian code yeah are similar but the point of view is slightly different mm. you understand it when you go there in another place and you start to understand the culture and you start to recognize that the the, the different they are related yeah. to the culture if it makes sense yeah so and how quickly were you able to adapt then do you think do you think you were able to do it quite quickly or was it quite difficult it was quite difficult at the beginning because i working in a nursing home so in that space time mm. uh, i understood something but not really a lot because as i told you i come from a emergency background so yeah. what i did in italy was completely was a completely different job Mm -hmm. from the nursing home so I just took for granted that that was you know different job so I I just learned what it was like this I didn't thinking that were some different there if it makes sense yeah but when I moved in the NHS I really understood because then I moved in an emergency department then I understood the a nursing culture shock because when we move abroad we got this culture shock yes immigration mode 
these phases of adaptation of our self to the new country. But it's actually there is a nursing culture shock. So you have to adapt in a new nursing culture. Yeah. Mm. So you did you so it was difficult in the beginning, but you you managed it. Well, I am a very resilient person anyway. Yeah. And I'm and I person who likes to learn. Yeah. I don't care if even a younger person teach me. Yeah. Uh, um, the important thing that I'm going to learn new skills, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. I'm happy to be coach as well and I learn a lot of things. Yeah. So I believe that I did fast, considering that I am mom, I've got three kids now. I've got endometriosis, which is a very painful chronic disease. So with all these difficulties, I believe I learned very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Considering all these aspects. If I was younger, if maybe didn't have kids, probably I was able to learn faster. Yeah, yeah. But it's all about having the right mindset as well, isn't it? A learning mindset, a positive learning mindset, a mindset that's open to receiving new information and adapting and and things like that and I think that's something um students um when they come to the UK you know once they've done their OET and I well this is from my experience they um they have all these misconceptions and you know they are they are stuck in those misconceptions and they're not willing to adapt they're not willing to change and that can be a huge, you know, like a brick wall, basically, for them. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's really good. So you did you did this fantastically organized <laughs> move, you. <laughs> you know, strategically planned, well thought out, uh, in terms of not only your career but for your children. Were your children able to adapt easily? Were they happy? Well, they were very young, so okay. yes, they did very fast as well. Yeah, yeah. They joined the school very fast because the job we did before move. Yeah. So, yes. So you were able to plan this fantastic move that was, you know, well-researched for your career, for, you know, for your children, for their education, where you were going to live, all of the different aspects that go into the, moving to a different country. So when did you decide then to start helping other nurses do the same? It actually happened kind of the same moment, just a little bit before I moved. Because I'm, I, I set this Facebook group for Italian nurses who want to move abroad. And because I really wanted to know new, uh, I wanted to know all the nurses who were abroad at the time so they could give me more information because at the end of the, at the end of the process if i knew something more probably my move move was better than what i actually done so i wanted more information gather more information wanted to know uh, more nurses to yes to to understand if what i was doing was right actually what happened is that uh, I had a lot of Italian nurses who joined my group. Uh, Italian nurses who at that moment were still in Italy. So they start to ask me questions 
about. So I have to answer that question because I didn't have anybody else who could help me. Mm. So I already have my LinkedIn profile and I start to use my LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile to gather information to be able to share in my Facebook group. It would make sense. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe because of the post I did, the question and I put on LinkedIn, I've got this uh, uh, grow on LinkedIn as well. Mm. which is was organic because I didn't I didn't uh, ask him for it. it just happened maybe for the content that I was able to to write and share also because even if I found some new information uh, on the internet I was happy to to share both uh, on LinkedIn and on my Facebook group so People just to ask me questions, send me DM, uh, ask for help, and I start to help just naturally. What I knew, I just shared. Mm. And at some point, somebody asked me if I could coach them. At the beginning, it was strange because I never thought to be a coach. I never studied for that. Mm. So, but pe- some people insisted. So I studied a little bit as well. I bought some book. I follow some conferences. So, because if I have to help people, I wanted to be sure that I was prepared. Mm. So yes, I start to be, uh, if I can say, a career abroad coach. Yeah. And yes, and then a couple of years ago, not even less, I start my YouTube channel because people ask me for videos to talk about specific a problem of content regarding nurses, nursing abroad. Yes, I started my YouTube channel. And now I created my new program, brand new program that I'm ready to launch. So just happened naturally. Yeah. Thing by thing. So so tell us a bit more about this program um, that you've put together. So this is all your experience, all your expertise you've put together in this program. Is that right? Yeah, but this is uh, all my expertise um, come from not just from my experience, but yeah. as I told you, from experience of all the nurses who seek my advice. So mm-hmm. to be able to help them, I have to learn more. So it's not just my experience, but I have all the people experience. So yeah, that it, plus I kind of create this method. Um, actually, was I used to move for myself? Mm-hmm. I just implemented and I created this method, okay. which I created for my for my program. Okay. So so how does your program help nurses that want to move abroad? What does it cover? Uh, first of all, is understanding the global nurses market, which is fundamental because people just want to move abroad. The first mm. job they find, they just don't get it. Or maybe they think the USA is better than UK, or maybe it's better than New Zealand, for for example. So understanding the global nurses market is fundamental. Understanding the starting point is fundamental to understand where you want to move. Because you have to be happy. As we talked before, there is a cultural shock, there is a migration mood. So we have to be sure that uh, the move is the right then how to research for the best career, how to plan the move, like strategically in technical point of view, if we can say that, where all the aspects of move and how to settle in a new country and in a new workplace, so in a new nursing workplace, how work abroad, nursing is abroad. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and then how to review the step you've done to be able to implement and escalate your career. So move uh, with in mind your career path. So before you move, already know what you have to do. So you're going to shorten the time and you're going to save money. Yeah. And this how long? Very general. Yeah. <laughs> so how long is your program? How long does it last? How long can they stay in your program for? Well, we got about eight weeks um, of lesson. There are eight to eight eight to 10 lesson, video lesson, two hours per lesson. Plus they've got my coaching session group, which are in the community, private community, and there are lifetime. I mean, until they got, until they arrive in the place they want to be, not in terms of country, but in terms of career. So yeah, I follow them until they are happy. You follow them until you're happy. That's amazing. That's such a good... <laughs> it's such a wonderful way to support people um and it's nice that your you know all your expertise your knowledge your own experiences you're putting that forward and now helping others i think that's fantastic Thank you um, is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about your program that the mistake that i've done i'm happy to save for others so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no i'm i'm very happy about this um and I'm happy when people join it. They're happy that when they see the change of their life. Yes. And their improvement. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, isn't it? It's, um, you know, the work that you and I both do. It's, it's life changing. The people that we exactly. help. Yeah. Um, you know, we play a role, maybe a small one in terms, for me anyway, I, I just help them to pass one test. Which but, is fundamental. You know, so, which is fundamental. Yeah. Yes, it is. But, you know, it, it's, it's really the key for them to move ahead and, you know, apply and look for jobs and things like that. And then you're helping them all the way through to, to where they want to go. So, you know, that's, that's really amazing. Um, so when does your program begin? This lunch will start the 26th of January. Okay. This one. But there will be some more in the way. Yeah, it's near future because it's every three four months. So okay, so it's like a cycle. Okay, yeah. so basically, enrollment ends on the twenty sixth of January. A couple of days before. A couple of days before. Okay, so if anyone is interested, they need to get in contact with you. So if Thank any you. of our listeners would like to get in contact with you, what is the best way that they can contact you? They can DM me on LinkedIn. Uh, or you, they can follow me or ask some question on YouTube as well. I, if you're happy, I can leave the link. Yeah, so. I was just going to say all the links to your YouTube, your LinkedIn. And Facebook, um, Instagram as well. Yeah. I don't well, use Facebook, Instagram so often, but they're good for the text. So if they yeah. text me, I'm going to hunt the back. Yeah. So we'll leave all the details, all the links to how people can contact you, your email address in the show notes so if anybody would like to um, is interested in Dina's program and how she can help you please go to the show notes and um, you'll find all the details there of how you can contact her Dina thank you very much for coming on and telling us about your fantastic program and your experiences and everything I'm sure our listeners have found it really really useful thank you so much 
Thank you very much for having me. It was a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dina. I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again. Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.